Well, have well, you considered the following counter-argument offered by Andreessen? A classic example of this is Elon Musk's master plan, which he naturally published openly for Tesla in 2006. Step one, build an expensive <laughs> sports car. Step two, use that money to build an affordable car. Step three, use that money to build <laughs> an even more affordable car. He has not done car. step two. He hasn't <laughs> done step two. He is on step one for the fifth time. He got distracted building expensive sports cars and getting red-pilled by, like, guys on Twitter who got, like, some coke money to fucking, like, do targeted influence operations and red-pill him, and now he's, like, liking tweets about, like, the Jewish question. <laughs> This, d this shit doesn't trickle down, and Elon Musk is proof of it. He spent a shitload of money on Twitter, his brain is that broken, instead of, like, when it when is the Tesla model, like, T? When is the Tesla that, like, normal people, instead of people who drew, like, webcomics that got big in 2009, can buy? There isn't one. And the reason why there isn't one is because this shit doesn't happen. They all become these weird, insular freaks who start shaving bits off their own skulls to try and make them pointier. <laughs> so it says, he says, the last point is key. Would Elon be even richer if he only sold cars to rich people? That's what he does. But would he <laughs> be even richer than if he only made cars for himself? Of course not. I think he should do this. I think Elon Musk should genuinely like continue yeah, making yeah, yeah. every Tesla, but just for him. He's doing like donuts yeah. in the parking lot of the World's factory. Richest man the found dead and burning car. <laughs> Inshallah. Inshallah. CIA, where you at? Yeah, he should do what so many white South Africans have done before him and move to Perth and become a hoon. <laughs> Hoonin and goonin. That's the Perth way. <laughs> That's right. Put that on sure. the signs. In short, yeah. everyone gets the thing, as we saw in the past with not just cars, mark, but also electricity, mark, radio. Mark, mark, yeah. mark, 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 mark. Your net worth is $1.7 billion. How can you say that everyone gets the thing? Where's my share of the $1.7 billion, Mark? Well, no, money is not a technology, Alice. So you don't get a share of that. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah you I have mean, a, you get a share of stuff like bottle openers. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. You have electricity, which you just get. <laughs> yeah, you just get it. Right. It's free. It's free. Uh, but to Andreessen's <laughs> credit, I, I don't think I've ever seen the existence of a consumer mass market used as this like uh, counter argument to not only debunk Marxism, but also deprove that inequality exists, right? Like, like I've never seen the consumer mass market used as such doing like such conceptual heavy lifting before. It's uh, it's it's really wild to see. I mean, I guess nobody's ever been brave enough to uh take the existence mm. of this thing mm. and be like, look, it, it it disproves any critics of the thing. Yeah, that's well, why he's a shape rotator. You know, he's not one of those word cells that worships Marx. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, so you here's say the thing. that there's inequality because the man who invented the toilet got very rich, and yet you're tweeting this from the toilet right now. Curious. <laughs> so, so, what happens is that so you might say, well, why is wealth so centralized then? If we've invented all of this stuff, and I as we might. invent stuff, gets more centralized. So, what is happening is the opposite of technology driving the centralization of wealth. So he says it's decentralizing. Because individual customers uh -huh. of technology are empowered to capture most of the generated value. So you get the value of using the phone, and then Tim Apple gets to like, have a yacht on the moon. Wait, yeah, remi remind me uh, which company on earth has the largest cash reserves. <laughs> so, so, so Tim Apple is a kind of like phones kulak, right? He's like hoarding. He's like not a tech mm. guy. He's like an a not tech guy, a prevention of access to tech guy, which is no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry, you misunderstand me. 
Uh, Tim Apple, by inventing the phone, has allowed people to capture the value of the phone. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. okay. Because I thought he was yeah. making a cogent point, but instead he isn't. Yeah. Uh, he says, um, inequality is an issue in our society, but it's being driven by the reverse of technology, by the sectors of the economy that are most resistant to new technology, that have the most government intervention to prevent the new adoption of AI, specifically housing, education, and healthcare. The actual risk is not that AI will cause more inequality, but rather that we will not allow AI to reduce inequality. So it's kind if of a little bit... If my landlord was a computer, it, it, it wouldn't charge me as much, mm. probably. Is, is uh, Alice, your rent is late, and may I just remind you that I am not a pedophile. I have been programmed. <laughs> uh, his, no, Andreessen's contention here is Why that... Why is it touching um, my leg? <laughs> You're over age, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing in my programming to stop me. <laughs> Do you want to pay with money, or is there some other way? <laughs> I feel so uncomfortable. <laughs> um, uh, so, so the, uh, the the contention here is that um, existing um, organization, existing like governments uh, and healthcare and the healthcare sector, education and stuff, it's resistant to having itself disrupted because they are all the cathedral. I think that's the heavy implication. Here. I see. If we had bizarre, then we would all have. The AI. We yeah, didn't all... he write a dumbass essay about how AI is actually illegal in most of the economy? Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, just like mixed-use uh, neighborhoods. I mean, we, we, we sort of skipped over a profoundly Hitler particle bit earlier on uh, in, in Risk 2, all the way back up there, where he's like, is AI going to ruin society? Where he talks about the freedom of speech that AI is going to deliver. And he <laughs> says, if you, do, if, if you don't agree with the prevailing niche morality that is being imposed mm. on social media and AI via ever-intensifying speech codes, you should also realize that the fight over what AI is allowed to say will be even more important than the fight over social media censorship. Well, even more important than that? Even more <laughs> important than that. You should be aware of how a small and isolated coterie of partisan social engineers are trying mm. to determine that right now, under cover of the age-old claim that they are protecting you. And at this point, the, the, the Hitler particles, they're pretty fucking intense, right? Like, mm. this is... In, in niche morality, being has, socially engineered by a small cabal of partisans. Has Mark Andreessen recently visited a National Trust property and handled some of the silverware? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm really into like the speech codes bit because what he's saying, what he's actually saying, is I want an AI that will say the word, right? Yeah, like, right. there's just like like the it's a map from Clash of Civilizations, and it's just like which civilization will let its AI say the word? Which one? <laughs> yeah, we've made it. We've made a black AI, so it can say the word. It's not fair that in Africa the AI can say the word, but in America, <laughs> how can AI MF Doom rap the word? <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm pretty certain. I'm pretty certain that the Chinese AI is not going to be racist. I haven't investigated anything about the Chinese government, but I'm pretty certain. <laughs> Mr. President, I'm afraid Doom is B. <laughs> Mr. Mr. President, I'm afraid Doom has become more racist than we can possibly imagine. <laughs> we can't stop him! <laughs> He's onto stuff about the Portuguese. <laughs> this is the second risk, which is essentially, as you say, Alice, right, that the risk is that 
So it's, well, people think AI will ruin society with like misinformation. And he says, yes, yes, it's important to prevent all of that. But mostly we have to make sure that it can say the word. Or again, as you, as you have prefigured the conclusion here, um, uh, Ed, you didn't just pull or else the Chinese will let it say the word out of thin air. It's basically the conclusion here is that if we don't do all of this as fast as possible mm-hmm. without any regard for the consequences, we just have, have to have faith that it will be God. And then, um, uh, then we can beat the Chinese to building their God. The, the um, way he phrases this is so perfect, though. Let, let me just read it, right? Because the, 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 the subheader is the actual risk of not pursuing AI with maximum force and speed. There is one final and real AI risk that is probably the scariest of all. AI isn't just being developed in the relatively free societies of the West. It is also being developed by the Communist Party of the People's Republic of China. Oh, <laughs> and I wish it were a full. joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it when they write it out in full like that. It's so good. <laughs> but I like to, you have to pursue it with maximum force and speed. I need to do I'm my AI thing. with maximum force and speed. This is crank. Fucking Jason yeah, instead Statham. of sex tourism, it's going to be word tourism. That's the real danger of the 21st century. <laughs> you know? 